0: hello everyone and welcome to platinum and gold i am your host adam barrera but you may know me as adam the flop on social media before i get into this episode make sure to subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform that you use and rate it five stars now today i have a very special guest with me i've already had him before on this podcast but we did something very special together this weekend so I thought that it would be great to bring him on again so that we can discuss our whole weekend and how fun it was, and everything that we did, and all the celebrities that we saw. So please welcome Patty Pop Culture.
1: Oh my god, hey everyone! I'm so excited to be
0: back. So for those of you who do not know, if you don't follow me on social media for some reason, Patty and <laughs> I went to the Billboard Music Awards this weekend and it was so fun it was so iconic being there with patty because him and i have been watching the show together for years we literally obsess over award shows and obsessed with the idea of like all the celebrities being in one place at once and we got to experience that which was just crazy so i want to ask you patty like what was your cra- like the craziest moment that happened there for you
1: So the whole thing was crazy. It's so hard to like rank what was the most exciting. This may be weird that it's the most exciting. But the thing that like really took my breath away was just seeing Kylie Jenner in person and her being like 10 feet away from us with Stormy and Travis, just the power that family holds and like being in their presence so close was crazy.
0: I know. When we saw her, all that was going through my head was like, oh my gosh, she is part of the Kardashian family. Like Kris Jenner is her mother and like she's right here. I know.
1: No, like one of the most famous people on the planet is just right there. Like I it's weird to even like, like humans can't even fathom or like uh, digest how powerful they are. So it's like, honestly, people should do like a study on them. It's just so crazy. And it was wild to see her.
0: No, exactly. And the fact that Stormy was there too was also crazy because like we see so much of Stormy online and like we saw her in person. So I was like, oh my gosh, it's even crazier to see Stormy with them. Like, I don't know.
1: I know, like a literal legend. And she's like a living legend who's like only like in the first few years of her life.
0: Yeah, for sure. And then I would say, so we saw Kylie Jenner and Travis walk by and they were like very close to us um everyone was screaming like kylie love you kylie love you she was very like Mm. she was kind of like how she is online (laughs) like i wasn't expecting her to be like hi everyone love you but she kind (laughs) of just like waved and was like hi um but that was so cool to just like see her wave to the crowd um Mm -hmm. but yeah i guess another person that we saw was dove cameron she walked right past us that was kind of like a moment for me where i was like oh my gosh like dove cameron is right in front of me i have to say i love you so i streamed i love you to her and she said i love you back which was amazing um but before i want to talk a little bit about before the award show um because we also got to go on the red carpet which was super cool and we got to do a little bit of an interview and in trivia um so patty do you want to talk about like what you were feeling in that moment
1: So that whole day, it just felt like, like that was like the best day of my life and the biggest opportunity I've ever had to like finally do this job of working a red carpet and talking about pop culture that I wanted to do. So I was really nervous and excited, but just nervous because I wanted to do good. Not because I was like nervous. I was just really wanting to be on my A game. So definitely a little bit of like trepidation, trying to give myself a pep talk, telling myself like I better do good because people I want to work with in the future are here and you know, this is what I want to do forever. So um, nervous leading up, but right before, right as I was on deck, like watching you go, I like all the nerves washed away in a way that like I've never experienced. and I just became so confident and I was so ready to just like do what I've always wanted to do. And I knew it would be I, like, it sounds like cocky, but I just knew I would be so good because it's really just like, I think what I was made to do. So it came really naturally and I'm really like happy with how it went.
0: Yeah, definitely. I, I think you did amazing, but I feel that too because before I went on, like watching the other creators go before me, I was like, oh my gosh, like how am I gonna do this? They all seem like so confident, and they're not nervous at all. And I was really nervous before. And then once I once Tiffany the the interviewer introduced me, I got so much more confident, and I was like, you know what? I'm here for a reason. I can talk about this stuff. Like I know music, and I can just bring that knowledge to this interview, and it was just really cool. Um, but yeah, I also want to ask you, who was your favorite performance of the night?
1: Um, there were so many good ones and just seeing it live, like all the huge singers, I was so happy with all of them. They really all gave me like that full award show experience, these like high budget performances. So I loved all of them. But I think my favorite performance of the night was either Lotto she did big energy, and she really served us everything we wanted. Her dancing, her singing, rapping was all so good. So I'd say Lotto or Megan The Stallion, just because the confidence she exuded and how flawless and like like powerful she was on the stage.
0: I believe for sure. Yeah. yeah, I think Lotto was definitely my favorite. I just love big energy. I feel like that's been my anthem this year, and yeah. just seeing that song, like seeing her perform it on stage, was just. Such a surreal thing, but yeah, Megan too. It was cool seeing her sing "Sweetest." P- <laughs> I was like seeing like Megan was up there singing. um It was cool seeing Megan perform "Sweetest Pie." I kind of wish like Dua was there to do it with her. That would have been so iconic. um But I know they like so needed, nice they like her. need
1: to do it together. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. at least no, like
0: iconic. on a yeah on some sort of like TV award show or late night show, they needed to perform that together because they were only performed it on Dua's tour. Um, But that wasn't enough. Like, I need more. You know,
1: I know they like are really trying to promote it, too. And it was really fun live. So they need to get on that.
0: Now that we talked about the billboards. um, So obviously, like we went to the Billboard Music Awards and Billboard charts are just something that Patty and I love talking about in general. And since I started a segment on my podcast where I talk a little bit about this week's top 10 songs, I figured I could bring Patty to talk about that as well. So, Patty, we're just going to go through the current top ten songs on the Billboard Hot 100. I'm going to list them, and then we're just going to give our thoughts about them.
1: Okay, Per, I'm excited. I haven't even seen the chart this week, so
0: yeah, I'm I happy didn't to see hear. it or now either. Um, so this is kind of like a reveal for me as well. Okay.
1: Ooh, slay.
0: Um, number one is First Class" by Jack Harlow. Wow. Number two is "As It Was" by Harry Styles. Number three okay. is Wait For You by Future featuring Drake and Thames. Number four is Moscow Mule by Bad Bunny. Number five is Titi Mi Preguntó by Bad Bunny. Number six is Después de la Playa by Bad Bunny. Number seven is Heat Waves by Glass Animals. Number eight is Big Energy by Lotto. Number nine is About Tam Time by Lizzo. And at number 10 is "Me Porto Bonito by Bad Bunny and Chencho Corleone okay wow so at first glance of this top 10 what are your what are your initial thoughts
1: my initial thoughts is that I love the diversity among everyone in the top 10 but um I'm slightly upset that like the two like white boys are at the top (laughs) like Especially just because I'm not like the biggest fan of first class. So it's kind of like that Jack Carlos at the top, but I guess he deserves it. Um, I'm really happy that Bad Bunny's like kind of taking over the top 10 this week. I think he deserves it. And I think he like is the moment and so entertaining and cool. So I love him. And I wish Lotto, you know, kept the momentum going and like rose to number one because I know she stopped at like three or four or something. And uh, yeah, I I wish that Lizzo's will rise too. So I want like those charts to kind of flip. I want Lizzo and Lotto at the top and Jack at the bottom.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I agree with that. I was, I'm honestly really surprised. I'm really surprised that First Class is number one again, just because I didn't know that people liked that song that much. Like I just thought it was a TikTok hit. But I don't know, maybe maybe his payola is rising. <laughs> and actually yeah, that's no, the case because I do hear that song a lot on the radio, like when I'm driving. So maybe his payola team is like doing their job. Um as I know, it was, rose
1: suspiciously fast.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um as it was, I'm not surprised that that's still the top two, just cause like that still gains so many streams on Spotify. I, I'm so happy for Bad Bunny. I'm a little I was a little bit surprised though because these are like the US charts, and we've never seen this really happen with a Latin album. Like he has four songs in the top 10 right now, which is just crazy, but good for him, honestly. Yeah. And um About Damn Time is crazy how much it jumped on the charts because it went from being like 50 to dropping even below that to being 19 to now being number nine. So I, I definitely think Damn. that we would see this song in a top five. Do you think it will be a future top five, top three hit?
1: Oh, yeah. I hear it more and more. It's like TikTok is really like serving people these career changing like hits and making them rise exponentially to where they've like never been before. So, I mean, good for Lizzo. Good for Jack Harlow. Uh, Harry Styles, as it was, had a moment on TikTok. So I definitely see Lizzo rising and staying there like these other TikTok hits are. So I think she'll be there
0: next week higher. Yeah, me too. It's just crazy to think that like, because, well, About Damn Time sort of did flop a little bit when Lizzo first released it. And I was like, oh, that's kind of sad. Like, because rumors didn't do the best. I mean, it had a high peak, but it didn't stay on the charts for a long time. I think it only stayed on charts for like four or five weeks. Um so that song kind of flopped and when about damn time started to flop, I was like, Oh, this era is so sad for Lizzo. Like she deserves better. Um, but now it's doing so well. And she honest she honestly should give so many thanks to the creator who started that dance oh on God, TikTok. Yeah. Buy them a car. Because without without that creator, yeah, that song the song would be off the charts right now if it weren't for the creator.
1: No, seriously, it's it's insane that like TikTok creators and like dancers can like literally change lives. Like the power is in their hands. Like it used to be in these CEO bitches who would like give payola to their artists. And now it's in the hands of like Charlie D'Amelio and like Dixie D'Amelio and these dancers who make them go viral on the biggest app in the world. That's like insane to me.
0: Yeah, I remember Miley Cyrus saying like two years ago, Miley was saying that TikTok is essentially like becoming its own label. And I think that's really like the case that we see now because marketing at a label doesn't really do anything without TikTok. You know what I mean? Like they can't really market a song and it become a hit anymore. They have to really use TikTok. Like that's their marketing tool. So it kind of is a label in a way, which is just really interesting. But yes, I agree with you when you said that you think big energy should be at the top. I also am kind of sad that They let it peak at number three, and now it's going down um, because I do think it should have gone number one. I feel like if she—I mean, I'm glad that she brought Mariah Carey on the remix, but I remember there were rumors that Nicki Minaj was going to be on it. And if Nicki was on it, I feel like it definitely would have gotten number one because the Barb's would have gone hard for that. Oh, for sure.
1: It's honestly a little surprising Nicki wasn't on it because she does like to like give— the female rappers that she likes, a boost. Like she did that with Doja. They went number one when she hopped on. She did that with Megan with Hot Girl Summer, and it got in the top ten. So, or maybe like like eleven or something. But she gives these people like huge rocket launchers, like Doja says. So, um yeah, I think it would have gone number one. But I feel like Big Energy is kind of like an earworm song that's gonna be a long lasting hit, kind of like uh Havana by Camila Cabello. That was you know a long lasting hit, or like levitating by dua i just see it sticking around
0: yeah it definitely should be especially because summer is coming up and it sounds like a perfect summer song i was honestly surprised that she released it in like last september october like when summer was ending because it just gives off like i don't know like happy summer warm weather vibes so hopefully it sticks around for the summer because it would definitely it definitely could be like a song of the summer contender and hopefully oh my god, I, I had no, no
1: idea I had no idea it was out for since September. Holy shit.
0: Yeah. It's been like a sleeper hit almost like it's been climbing the charts for so long. And then it got finally got to number three, but yeah, she debuted Damn. the song last year at the VMAs, which is in like September. And that was before she released Whoa. it. And then she released it like the week after the week of something like that. Um, Which is just crazy because <sighs> I feel like it just elevated her whole career
1: oh that's so cool no i i didn't even know that but now that you said that i remember her vma performance and i was like like who is this girl i see her like doing big things and like it took a minute but i'm so happy for her
0: i literally didn't even know who she was when she was doing that performance because it was like the push performance where they would um it wasn't like on the actual stage it was outside the arena or something like that and they would do it when they they would show the performance when they were going to commercial breaks um which is good for me yeah So at least she got that exposure for it. But yeah, it's just kind of crazy to think that just in a few months, her career has gone so far.
1: Uh, That's so exciting. I hope she keeps it going. I really love her, her album, though. So I feel like she'll have another hit.
0: Yeah. What's your favorite song off her album besides Big Energy?
1: I love, love, love the song Sunshine. I think it's, it reminds me, it gives me like Pills and Potions vibe from... Nicki Minaj it has such like wholesome vibes but it's also like an earworm as well and she has such good uh good bars
0: and I just love it yeah I like that song too I also love It's Given I feel like that has potential to become a big hit like on social media um Wheelie is also good I feel like she's just like she's so good and I'm hoping for the I'm hoping for even just more great songs for her more great collabs too I want to see her collab with like Doja I feel like that'd be fun or like Megan um because she's becoming a main main rap girl. All right. So now that we've talked about the charts, I want to interview Patty because he's had a lot of success on social media. So I'm curious to know some things about his rise to stardom. And I'm sure a lot of you listeners are as well. So Patty, for the people who might not have seen your content before, do you mind sharing a little bit about the type of videos that you create? So
1: my account is all about like pop culture lovers. It's like, pop culture galore, Disneyland of pop culture. i talk about anything that relates to it. Um, I do what's going on right now in entertainment news, what happened in the past. I do really fun series about a certain topic like scandals or relationships or people going to jail. Um, Really like anything and everything you need to know just to get your fix and be entertained and get all the gossip, you can come to my account. Disneyland of
0: pop culture. I love that. (laughs) Oh, thank you. Um, Do you remember the first video that you created that went viral? Yes, I do.
1: It was um, my first episode of the biggest scandal of their career. And it was about Kendall Jenner and the Pepsi thing, which was like one of the worst scandals of all time. So it definitely got people excited for the future parts of the series. So like everyone started following and it was great.
0: Yeah, I remember when you posted that video and like you just explained the whole scandal so well and even I feel like a lot of people just kind of forgot about that scandal and you kind of just like brought it back (laughs) which is no no, yeah (laughs) which is good for you I mean you were able to just like start a whole conversation about that and get people engaged um which is Mm -hmm. awesome for you do you know like how many followers did you gain from that video do you know I think previous to that I had like
1: 7,000 and then after I posted it like that day I get I was like over 50,000 and then the next day I released part two and I, I kept getting followers from the first part but also the second part so in two days I had over a hundred thousand
0: Wow that's insane like that's so many yeah. hours in just two days
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. wow I was really happy but I was also really like um I felt the pressure to keep it going because I didn't know if people would just like like one video or if it was a fluke or something. So after that, I just started working really hard to make like the best pop culture content because I saw that my like dream was in, was in my grasp. So I remember th- those few months, I was just working like so hard, like making ideas and like coming up with stuff to keep it going.
0: For sure. You mentioned that this was sort of your dream. Um, so talking about pop culture and everything is something that you're interested in. But what made you want to talk about pop culture specifically in celebrity drama?
1: I think what made me want to talk about pop culture and like celebrity drama so bad is that growing up, I loved E! News so much. I remember the first time I ever like came across E! News when I was like 13 in my bedroom. And I I just, I couldn't believe that they were just telling me what was going on in these celebrities' lives. Like I felt like I was getting like the inside gossip and tea that was none of my business. But I just like, I couldn't believe that these people were telling me what, what was going on in their lives. And I feel like in my real life, like no one was telling me what was going on in their lives or like I didn't have like a bunch of friends. So like these celebrities became my like friends and their lives became like things I was interested in, in my like daily gossip. And I honestly learned a lot about life from looking at pop culture and looking how celebrities do things and um, just handle events and situations and the ups and downs in their lives. So it became my like teacher almost.
0: Uh, I love how you described it as the celebrities becoming your friends. Like, that's so cute.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Which is kind of sad, but yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's not sad at all. I mean, it turned you into patty pop culture, so. Yeah. Um, But you did talk a little bit about the series that you started originally from um, the moment that you started getting a following (laughs) on TikTok. So I want to ask you, I mean, you have a lot of series such as Biggest Scandal, their career, why they went to jail, celebrity fights, five reasons why people hate them. Which one is your favorite and why?
1: My favorite series to ever do, I think was just the biggest scandal of their career. Um, I think I did that first because it just like came to mind first, but it's revisiting these like massive moments that had a lot of emotion behind them that got a lot of people mad. And it's really interesting to see like the misstep the celebrity took And where they went next and how they handled the situation and how they like put the fire out. So those always make for like great stories and really good lessons to learn.
0: Definitely. I like how you don't just like say what the scandal was and stop from there. Like you said, you explain what happened after, if they did anything afterwards or like the whole thing, not just what happened, but the story behind that. And that's I think that's what people really appreciate from your content as well.
1: Yeah, for sure. I think they definitely like the thoroughness of my content, and they really leave being informed, and they get like kind of like a service from me, and like they they benefit a lot from watching. I I think it's a uh, yeah more than just surface level.
0: Yeah, they definitely benefit from your content for sure. So I want to ask you now, who is your favorite celebrity? Uh, my
1: favorite celebrity that I like love talking about and everything is definitely Ariana Grande um unfortunately though she's she's so private so there's not always a lot to say about her but if there was
0: i'd be covering everything <laughs> yeah i feel like ever since she broke up with pete it's just been like private 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 <laughs> i know she's like i'll never but, let y'all in again <laughs> yeah <laughs> good thing i mean hopefully once we see the wicked movie it'll be a lot better she'll make a lot of appearances things like that i know her uh, and her
1: husband need to like i don't know their sex tape needs to leak or something like.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe you can make that happen. <laughs> oh, I would love to. Um, <laughs> so I know there's a debate on why their influencers are considered celebrities. First of all, what do you feel about this debate? Do you feel like influencers <laughs> are celebrities or no? Well, of, of course, the
1: definition of celebrity is someone who's in the public eye that a lot of people know. And it doesn't matter what they're known for. They are a, they are a celebrity. Influencers are famous on platforms like social media um, that are widely used these days even more than other forms of entertainment are like tv and films so i would argue that they're even bigger celebrities than a lot of traditional celebrities
0: yeah that's a good point point. and since i asked who your favorite celebrity was who would you say is your favorite influencer
1: oh geez my favorite influencer um oh my god i don't know Oh, geez. I really like. I'm trying to think the one that's like big, big. I'll say I really um, appreciate Chris Olsen. I don't know if you know him. Oh, okay. He's like so big on TikTok, and I feel like he's getting to that status where he's like kind of like known outside of TikTok. I like kind of like how Brittany Broski is at this point. Um, She's known just beyond her TikTok account. So Chris Olsen, he's just, he's like a gay guy on TikTok, but he talks about like his mental health a lot and how he just gets through his day and his anxiety. And I can relate to like so many aspects of his life and he's so funny. So I just personally love him.
0: Yeah, I feel like that's the moment when influencers turn into celebrities once they aren't just known as a TikToker, but just as like a content creator, or like a public figure you know, like Brittany Broski mentioned, she's famous on TikTok, but also Instagram too, which is like so hard to do.
1: Yeah. It's that like cross, it's when you become so like loved and have such a fan base that you're, have now transcended the platform. You're famous on your own and all your platforms grow. Definitely.
0: And I know you have a podcast as well. So do you want to talk a little bit about that and what type of content you do on there? If it's different from your TikTok, if it's similar? So yeah, I love my podcast. It's
1: called Pop Culture University. Um, It's like my TikTok where I talk about pop culture and what's going on, but the podcast is all about what's uh, going on currently. I usually don't talk about things that are going on in the past. And I love it because it's longer form and I don't have to like appease the algorithm. So I can give more details. I can talk for longer. I can give my opinions. I can tell stories. I can uh, say jokes. And I really get to be myself on my podcast and I love seeing how people connect to it. But I also wanted to give my podcast like a like a takeaway. So it's called Pop Culture University because it's all about talking what's going on in pop culture, but trying to learn something from it for ourselves. Because, like I said, like growing up, I would learn a lot from how celebrities live their lives and like lessons that they taught me about, for example, like mental health or confidence or um, I don't know, just self-esteem or something. So every topic there's a lesson at the end for example like when tristan thompson cheats on chloe the the lesson is like a cheater is a cheater uh loving yourself even if you don't receive love back from people so
0: things like that i love that i love how you say that we're able to learn so much from celebrities and it's also funny how you say like when tristan cheats on chloe just because it happens (laughs) yeah Yeah, like every few months when he cheats on her (laughs) Um, But yeah, um, those are all the questions I have for you. Do you want to just tell the audience your handles on social media so they can go follow you?
1: Yes. So my handles are um, at Patty Pop Culture on Instagram and TikTok. And my podcast is Pop Culture University. It's on all streaming platforms. And yeah, that's kind of it. Oh, and my, my YouTube, I guess, is Patty Pop Culture if you want to check out that.
0: Awesome. Yes, definitely check out Patty's content. I promise you, you won't regret it. You will be so well informed about what's going on in pop culture, what has gone around has gone on in pop culture in the past. So definitely tune into his content. Patty, thank you so much for joining us today on this podcast. Oh my god, per, thank you for having me. It's so much fun. Well, I hope you all enjoyed this episode and enjoyed the interview with Patty. Let me know if you want to see more interviews in the future and I will make that happen. But make sure to subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform that you use. Rate it five stars, even share it on your Instagram story. I would love that. And I will reshare you as well. But yeah, thank you guys so much for tuning in and I hope you all have a great rest of your week.